0: Hi, and welcome to Better After Divorce podcast. My name is Bilina Navishnagara, a licensed clinical social worker and life coach. My name might be complicated, but my coaching philosophy is simple. I help divorced women bounce back stronger and more powerful so that they can have the love and life beyond what they thought was possible. I have done it, and I'm here to share a no BS version of everything I know, have learned, and teach my own clients so that you can do it too. Okay, let's get started. I uh, am really enjoying doing these podcast episodes, um, and I was looking forward to doing this one today because I really like uh, talking about this topic. I see this among my clients. I see this among uh, divorced women quite a bit women in general, but in particular divorced women because this is who I work with. But um it was a while back when I was um I was in one of the Facebook groups and somebody posted about a relationship that they are in, uh, now that they're divorced. This lady was saying that, you know, the guy was not really available and she was getting a lot of runaround. It just didn't seem right. And uh somebody followed with a comment um and said something along the lines of, Well, you know, something something is better than nothing, no. And I saw that and it took me aback and I literally almost fell out of my chair. And I just cannot, I just cannot wrap my head around like what the hell did I just read? Right? Like what the fuck does that even mean? Okay. I here's the thing it's it's not. Okay. That kind of philosophy in and of itself is so flawed, right? The belief that something is better than nothing is so flawed on so many levels that once you really have the belief and if you truly are invested in believing this there's no way you can start looking outside of it and want more for yourself. And and here's the thing, it just blows my mind. You don't go to a restaurant and get get a crappy meal half cooked, half prepared and you're like, "Oh, it's be- it's better than nothing, right?" You don't go get a manicure and get one hand done because the, the technician could not be bothered, right? And you leave and you're like, oh, it's fine. It's good. It's better than nothing, right? No, you don't. we don't do that, right? So w- things, things like that we, we don't settle for, but somehow our relationship is a different kind of beast, right? Like we stand up to our standards and we have our expectations when it comes to a damn manicure, but then we roll over into a relationship and we lose all standards and we just settle for any kind of bullshit right we settle for a lack of effort on on his part uh, any kind of you get sporadic texts days when he's missing in action right a, a bit of attention here and there just enough to kind of keep you keep you around and somehow that s- a little bit right like something is better than nothing we come from this we come from the philosophy from we come from the the mindset of scarcity where we're fear driven right if we don't accept any little bit that's offered to us we'll be alone right and the only reason we are stuck in this mentality is because we have created a story around being alone and being single that is so horrific right like I'll end up being alone I'll die alone you know, my my face eaten by my cats, right? Like somebody will find me and my face will be eaten by my cats. You know, a client of mine joke about this and she always, she would take her story of gloom and doom about her singlehood to the next level and we and she would always somehow end up with her cats eating her face, right? Somebody's finding her dead with her cats like chewing on her hair. But you know, it's it's this fear and the scarcity around there are no men available that are going to treat me well. I don't deserve to be treated well, right? Just enough is good. That's the philosophy that drives this kind of belief. And that's the philosophy that if we adopt it, like I said, we will settle for all kinds of stuff. Okay. And it's interesting because a lot of the times I've seen relationships like this. And, and you know, if this is how you, if this is your kind of relationship, you know, I, I mean, I have you know, this is, this is you and this is your choice. I mean, compl- I have nothing to, to add to this. But if it's not, and you find yourself perpetually getting drawn into these, re- you know, half-assed relationships, and you perpetually find yourself feeling resentful and feeling disappointed and simmering in anger, it's completely up to you to change this for yourself. It's completely up to you to become the person who steps up and steps up the game for you right and and it's so interesting because we 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 have this idea that we expect men to be the ones to show up for for us to be the ones to tell us what we will accept and to tell us you know what's what we deserve and to give us the expectations no that's completely untrue it is absolutely up to you and it's your duty as a woman to raise the standards and expectations around what's acceptable and what is not and as far as i'm concerned you know set, setting your standards so high and and so mighty is a great starting point right so in thinking about this you know i i you know we talk about you know the uh, the list of things we want and the qualities and attributes and all that and when i work with my clients i encourage them to be as detailed as possible because I want them to really, really kind of think about what is it that they want from this relationship. And I'm not just talking about the basic stuff of, I want him to be honest and have great communication skills. This is great, right? But backing up a little bit and thinking in terms of what are my values? What really, really matters to me? What do I give a fuck about, right? What really drives me in life? What's really so important to me? That's a good starting point, right? And if that is somebody being honest, List all the behaviors that you're expecting, right? We're not talking about being anal and being so picky, right? Even though picky is, is you know, I prefer pickiness, but that's just me, right? I would much rather uh, you're, you're picky and you miss out on half ass relationships than you being completely, you know, lowering your standards for fear of being alone. But I digress. So when you come up with the list, write out all the sm- all the things that you can come up with a long-ass detailed list, the smallest stuff, right? And then when you have the list, only then you adjust, okay? We're not talking about compromising here, you guys, okay? We're talking about settling for, for shallow, soul-sucking, superficial, just-enough relationships. It's not okay. Something is not better than nothing, okay? This is your life, and you'll have the responsibility to ask for what you want, Okay? it's interesting because, you know, we we waste so much time being available, making ourselves available for all these half-assed relationships, you know, and and we somehow think that, you know, just having a relationship after a relationship or settling for it, somehow we will finally maybe be able to change him or change the situation, but that really doesn't happen. You have to set It's very difficult to, you know, I see that a lot um, and, and I used to do this as well. I was very unclear in terms of what kind of standards I held. I was very unclear in terms of expectations or I didn't want to specify them, right? I didn't want to say it out loud. So what would happen is inevitably there would be confusion. You can't expect somebody to meet your expectations if you're not making them clear, right? We always assume, you know, how often do you hear, oh, he should he should know, he should do this. No, he shouldn't. You're talking about a relationship with, with men, right? <laughs> and nothing against men, I'm married to one, but men don't necessarily think on a level that we do in terms of their, you know, their, their emotional capacity is different than ours. As women, we often like to, you know, leave a lot to vagueness and to assumption and to presumption, right? Whereas men are much more concrete, I find. So, you know, I used to leave expectations wide open and then expect the person to show up and do exactly what I want them to do or say exactly what I want them to say. They don't know. How, how is he supposed to know what kind of expectations you have if you don't tell him this is my expectation, right? Whatever that might be. Um, I have a client who, um, who wants the man that she is with or would like in a partner somebody who likes to communicate with her quite often, somebody who keeps in touch, who texts, calls, uh, you know, sets dates, whatever, right? But, you know, her fear was also coming into this relationship that she might come off as very needy, right? So what she decided to do is, instead of speaking on her needs and setting the expectations, she switched to the other side where she, you know, she wanted to come off as independent and she wanted to come off as disinterested and let him be the one who will decide the game you know for her but it didn't work out well because then on his part he was doing exactly what she was telling him to do she was saying you know oh it's fine you know if if you text me you know a couple times a day or it's fine if you just text me a few times a week or whatnot and he would but it was not enough for her but And it was fundamentally not enough for her, and she knew it was not enough, and it was driving her crazy, and she was getting resentful, but she did not have, um, she did not want to go back and say, hey, okay, this is not enough for me, right? I want more. I want to talk to you uh, three times a day, or I want to talk to you two times a day, right? She did not want to speak on her own behalf and stand the ground for herself for fear of coming off as very needy. But we have to differentiate being needy and being um, being needy and being demanding from, you know, having standards. There's nothing wrong with having standards. Once you have the standards very clear and the expectations very clear around what you want, there's no confusion. And like I said... Once you have that, you can go ahead and kind of trim that down and adjust and change it and accommodate to the new relationship and to the partner that you're with. Nobody's saying there's no space for compromise. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is if your starting point is there's no standard at all and something is better than nothing and I'm afraid I'll lose him and I'm, I'm afraid if I show up as demanding, he will run away. And, and, you know, it's better to just, you know, better than to be single or whatever the, the, the belief you have is running this this behavior. It's time to stop and, like I said, and reassess and see what kind of result you're getting by engaging in this kind of thinking. Because I guarantee you the result is such that you do end up having, a, you know, a semi-involved a something relationship, quote unquote, something relationship, a little bit of a relationship that still leaves you resentful and angry and dissatisfied, right? So you're creating the cycle all over again by staying in this mindset, right? So disrupting the mindset and asking yourself, what is it that I really want, right? And even if you don't have a clear picture of what you do want, what is it that I do not want? What makes me unhappy? right? From my previous relationships, what kind of behaviors did I not like? What did I not approve of? What made me angry? What made me sad? What made me dissatisfied? Right? What do I not want to experience again? What do I want to have again? These are all kinds of questions you can ask yourself to prompt yourself a little bit to think outside of the belief, right? Outside of the belief of something is better than nothing. Is this really true? Right? Is this really true? And when I think something is better than nothing, how do I show up in this relationship? Do I show up as willing to settle? Do I show up willing to shut up? Do I settle willing to overcompromise? Do I show up as somebody who is willing to just go with it in order to keep a man? How do I show up? And how would I show up differently? How would it be different for me if I did not have this belief that something is better than nothing, okay? How would my behavior be different? How would my standards be different? What kind of a person would I be without this idea that I have to settle, right? What if thinking in terms of being being single and being alone and being a person who is picky and choosy, what if this is who I am? And what if this is actually a good thing? So I will lose out on a lot of half-assed relationships, but I will open myself up to a more to higher quality relationship. Okay. So it's just interesting to me because like I said, as women in general, but you know, when it comes to divorce, I feel like there's this idea that we are somehow, and this is exactly what a client of mine told me one time, I feel like damaged goods, right? Used goods. Like we don't deserve any any better. We don't deserve a relationship that's thriving and somebody who pays attention to us and gives us affection and meets our needs and is there for us right available for us so instead of instead of recognizing that that is what the true desire is we decide to settle and somehow make it okay it's not okay settling is not okay it's just not okay it'll erode your soul it'll eat you away you'll be so resentful and so angry is just not the best way okay so if you find yourself in this mentality, ask yourself those questions, okay? Why am I settling? What am I afraid of that I'm trying to get any kind of relationship, any kind of shallow, you know, half-ass, uh, you know, a relationship rather than being by myself or rather than, you know, seeing that I can have more. Where is it that I'm telling this story to myself? Who told me this, that I don't deserve any better, okay? And start start from there because if you... If you don't question it, you will just take the thought for granted. I don't deserve any better. Something's better than nothing. Better than being alone. You know, and we say this stuff like it's a freaking weather report. Like we're just reporting the news and it's like, yep, there it is. I don't deserve any better, right? Like this is my life now. No, it's not. You have decided by thinking that, you have decided that this is your life now. The same way you have decided that it's okay to settle, is the same way you start deciding differently and choosing a different kind of thought and belief that will be much more productive and serve you more and be much more useful to you in creating the relationship that you want after divorce. Okay? Clearly, <laughs> by my tone, I get a little bit worked up around this, but um, this is something we really need, all of, all of us as women, we need to tap into and start thinking about and start changing the expectation around relationships. If we are ever to have better, higher quality, more intimate, more connected, more affectionate, whatever more of relationships that we actually truly desire. And it starts with you. Okay. Hope you have a good day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.